<laughs> Hello there, and welcome back to the Natalie and Dennis Show Podcast. <laughs> you guys, welcome back to your favorite fucking podcast. The number one podcast in the world. You know what's good? Can I tell you something? I always cringe when people say that. What? Like, I get it that you might be somebody's favorite podcast, but it's also so uncomfy for me to hear that. I was just kidding. Just so you know, I know we're probably not your favorite podcast. We are definitely someone, some what, some weird think? person out there. We're <laughs> that one comfort food that, that they have. Good. No, it's going to be nice. Comparing <laughs> <laughs> us to comfort food. No, honestly, can you imagine being someone's favorite podcast? That means a lot. Am I your favorite person in the world? Honey, what does that have to do with this question? Well, you know, it's like favorites. You pick one thing that's like your favorite. You no, know? you're not my favorite. I love you, but you're not my favorite. Who's your favorite person? My mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're actually diving into school college yeah and the higher education the pressures the expectations the costs the benefits do we even regret it what did we go to school for and much more what's the point so let's dive in <laughs> so this concept i picked it a couple days ago because that we has a friend at the gym that is about to go to you know community college and he's in community college right now too and i was like wow there's no Real stepping stone from high school to college. You're just kind of like thrown in there. Can you tell me how many years has it been since you've been in college? I graduated in 2017. So it's been six years. And then I graduated high school in 2010. So that's been 13 years. That's insane. Isn't it? That means face. He's like, shit, he's old. I know. When I think about that, and I actually, I think more about high school and it's like, my 10-year reunion was like 12 years. No one talks about 10-year reunion. but wasn't that like a thing? Like It's I only alive always... because of Facebook. Oh, I didn't get to go to mine, but I had kind of like hoped and wished and no. just, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, so um, why don't we start off with what did we go to college for? I think we can go even farther back. Like, what was the purpose and the reason as to why we went to college? I feel like it's a lot of pressure. From parents. Okay, but what did you go to college for? Some people don't know. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Okay, so I went for biomedical science and biotechnology. Yes, I went for business business and marketing. Okay, that's what I did with professional selling. Um, And so, yeah, taking it back to like the pressures, right? We were discussing before the episode how we kind of just assumed that's the way life was going to go. It was going to go from high school to college. And that was like... We didn't even think about it. Well, you're kind of forced from, you know, to go from elementary to middle to high. It's like the law. If you don't go, you're actually going to jail or your parents will. Right. Oh, shit. So it kind of feels like college is the very obvious next step. I always remember being in my senior class and it was the first time somebody said, literally my teacher, he was like, hey, you know, you don't actually have to go to college. And I was like wait, that's like an option. Like I didn't even see it as a thing. Yeah. Um, so I mean, do you regret going to college? I don't regret it. I, I do feel like there's so many things I would do different, which we're probably going to touch on in this actual podcast. The thing is like, you're kind of swept into it. You're told to do your ACT, SAT, and you're kind of caught up in like this whole pick your college and send applications and all these things. And like everybody's doing it. So you're kind of pressured into doing it as well. It's not like you take a moment to say, hey, like, is this really what I want to do? Guys, I did so bad in my ACTs. 
like yes. so bad. I really, for a second there, I let it define me. Like for a second, because Dennis, on the other hand, did so well and got such a good number. And I remember when I gave him my score, you li- you know what you told me, handsome? Mm. It's pretty messed up. Oh, shit. What did I say? What did you get on the ACT? I can't remember. No. Was going. it a sub 20? No, it was so bad. I don't remember. I think it was pretty bad. Yeah. The point is you were like, Natalie. You could have written your name and done better. I did not you say that. You said that to me. No way. You said that to me. I mean, on the SAT, you, if you write your name down, you get points. Anyways, so apparently I did so bad. And I was like, am I stupid? <laughs> 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 and like, am I just going to fail in life? Like, no one's going to accept me into college. Even though I, I had a very good GPA. I also had proven to do a lot of extracurricular activities. I was very involved. I was like vice president for a bunch of stuff, uh, leadership skills and all of that. But my fucking scores were terrible. I was the opposite. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I had no extracurriculars. I had a good GPA and I had a really good ACT, SAT score. Well, luckily, um, I did end up going to my local community college. I went to Valencia College and then I transferred over to UCF to continue my studies. Um, and my college experience was kind of interesting because I actually didn't finish college. I don't know if you guys know this about dropout. <laughs> dropout. <laughs> so this was my last semester of college, actually. And I, um, I got really involved with YouTube. And I remember I told my parents, I was like, hey, guys, I want to quit school. <laughs> and How they were they like, about it? they were like, absolutely not. Why? I was like, I just bought this really cool camera. It's $300 and I want to film videos online. And both my parents were like, return it. They were not supportive at all. Really? Yeah, I was so heartbroken. And you went with me to go get this camera. Yeah. And they were like, um, no, you have to go to school. Like, you know, first, like my parents are immigrants. I'm the first generation college kid. That was always the plan. How are you just dropping out of school to start a YouTube channel? Like it didn't make sense, right? I told them, I said, okay, guys, I'm going to work really hard this semester, really hard. And let's negotiate. On YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to work really hard on YouTube. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to negotiate with you if I reach 1 million subscribers. Granted, I had zero. If I reach 1 million subscribers after the semester, can I drop out of school? And they were like, all right, fine. And so I did school and I did YouTube at night. Literally, my schedule was like, I'd go to school from whatever hours. I was pretty flexible because I didn't have a job at the time. Or maybe I did. I was working at Valencia. I yeah, you were working there. You yeah. were a student leader. And I hated school. All I did in school was think about ideas. And I, I love the aspect of business and marketing and reading. Like I always loved learning, but I hated being taught specific things, you know, like. About I, it. I just didn't, I didn't love math. I hated accounting, all the things that you need for like business. Right. But yeah. I loved all the other stuff. Um, so I struggled a lot, especially in math classes. You know that like I'd go over to my cousin's house crying. She's a freaking accountant. I'm like, help me pass this class. Like it was that bad anyways. Um, but long story short, I ended up getting to a million subscribers after that semester and proving myself. And I was able to pursue it. So that's why I didn't actually finish school. For me, it was really different. It was, uh, so I didn't go to community college. I went straight to university. And I, 
the first day of class was the first day I showed up. Like I, I honestly did not care too much. I wasn't too worried about it. it what w- do you mean? You hadn't gone on like a tour? Like I, no, no tour. You go to like your like uh, what do you call it? thing where you go pick classes and stuff it was super chill i didn't pay too much attention i went with my friend your cousin juan and then the first day of school like i went i took out this map i didn't know where any of the classes were by that point people who were dorming there already had like an idea of everything like where things are i had no idea where anything was showed up to the classes and it's huge 600 student classes they're big 500 600 students and you're like late so i'm like in the back like way back in the room barely have it like some people had to stand like there were no chairs so dennis went to ucf which is the second largest university in the nation the nation so it's a very big school very big classes I mean, you can get so lost. It's packed, yeah. right? And this is like around the time where online classes weren't very like uh, like a thing. That's true. Yeah. So like everything was in person, like online was there, but it wasn't like the premier way of doing things. It's always like in class stuff, right? And I don't know. I just kind of coasted through gen eds. It was super simple. I didn't take it too serious. It was like B's, B's and ASCs. And I don't know. I never really had like a defined thing right away. I knew I wanted to be an anesthesiologist. So I did biomed. How did you just know, though? That's the thing that like people would ask me, what do you want to do? And I was like, nothing that's out there, really. I think as a kid, you just you gravitate towards lawyer or doctor. And then you have that random friend that wants to be either a cop or a firefighter. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that's always like a thing. I had neither of those desires. And I just at at the time, this was uh, 10 years ago. Right. YouTube was definitely a more defined route. Like there were people who were YouTubers like Michelle Fawn and like Dulce Candy who had already made like careers out of out of this. Um, but I wasn't sure how I was even going to make it happen. So for me telling my parents that, um, you know, I, I remember my first brand deal. That's ca- kind of how I remember that they first started to believe in me. Mm. I went up to them and I was like, <gasps> you guys, like uh, this was after I hit a million. I was like, I just got my first brand deal. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, I'm going to get paid to promote this product. It was the Lumia. It was these uh, brush. Removers. Wasn't it the Lumia? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a brush cleaner. It was a brush cleaner. And it was perfect because I was doing Beauty Busters at the time. I was testing it out. And I was like, they're going to pay me $5,000. $5,000. Yeah. Holy shit. It was wild, right? And so they were like, all of a sudden, they're like, what is Natalie doing? My mom was now telling all her friends, I me, hi. I say this. Then she got yeah, proud. Yeah. Then she got She's happy. Like, canal de and I'm like, okay, this bitch didn't believe me. <laughs> no, but I appreciate it. Oh my God, I've never called my mom a bitch. That's, what, just, what just happened here? I'm sorry. I love my mom. I would never do that. Anyways, um, and then I remember once I got a manager... Okay, but you're going like the YouTube route. But it's so fun. We're st- let's I wanna- stick to college. No, no, no. How, because this is why I was. How going was there. your college life affected during your work? Your your work because you were being starting to get successful. Yeah. Right. How were your How were your grades? How What was it like? Because I know you need, need tutoring. How would yeah. tutoring interfere with creating videos? I want to know that. Okay, well, uh, obviously, I was going to lean into like parental and society expect- expectations. Okay. Um, but with that, I yeah, I was really struggling with like just freaking focusing in class. I was so bored, out of my mind. I hated economy class. Like, I just didn't like my classes. Yeah. You know. Um. So, I don't know how I did it. Do you think you picked the wrong 
major? No, I love business. I love um, the element of marketing and like trying to uh, persuade people and like all of that stuff. But I didn't like the economics of it, like the math. So do you think there was any other major? So you're, you're saying that you picked the right major. I picked the right major. It's just school might not be for you. No, 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 none of that. I picked the right major, but if I were to actually pursue marketing, I would never be the accountant of the marketing thing. I would be doing the creative stuff. But unfortunately, when you're in school, you have to do all of it, you know? Yeah. So I was forced to do For that. the degree. Correct. Yeah. So um, where were we going with that, though? So I, I was asking you how school was getting in the way of YouTube and how YouTube was getting in the way of school. So, like, how do they interact with each other? So YouTube, I would do at night, like literally all night. Those were my creative hours. So mm-hmm. from like 10 at night till like three in the morning, I was doing YouTube. I was editing. I was filming and doing all that stuff. Right. So Negotiating y- with brands. Natalie at that time was posting about three videos per week. That's insane. I can't believe it. I was so f- focused. Yeah. It was three videos per week and you were editing, posting, promoting, creating thumbnails, negotiating, emailing people and school. I was doing everything and i was thriving like and, but I you love didn't what fail I was... any classes either so you actually maintained yeah no i maintained of course so I you, had to. you maintained yeah 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 everything yeah it wasn't difficult to do that i'm just saying i've always struggled at math so it was difficult for me right but can i go back to the that brand deal sure go ahead because it's just like it's a moment for me right yeah. after i got that one brand deal right i remember i went to my parents after i got my first manager and i was like oh my god you're not gonna believe this this is a big brand deal. Like I just got another brand deal and they were like, tell us more. And I was like, guess how much they're going to pay me for this. Okay. Mm. And my mom was like, how much? 2000. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Say, but yeah, they were shocked. They were like, um, how much? Like 2000. I was like, no, and they were like 5,000. Like the last one. I was like, no, they were like 10,000. I was like, no, they were like, what? And then I was like, keep going. And they're like 20. I was like, no, they were like 30. I was like, no, they were like 40. I was like, no, they were like 50. I was like, no, (gasps) (laughs) $60,000. I mean, what brand was that? I can't remember. We can't really. Okay. We can disclose. Yeah. But I mean, me, I was freaking shaking in my boots when I got that email. I was like $60,000. Like, this is what somebody will make in a year mm-hmm. for working and marketing. I'm already, I'm a student and I'm getting this brand deal. Yeah. Like it brought, sh- yeah, it was. Were intense. you still in Valencia? I so was, you were still in the I community was, college or were you already in the university? I was at UCF now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in UCF and I remember uh, I was in this professional selling program, which was really difficult to like get into. Yeah. And the teacher, um, part of that professional selling program, you got to be a part of being mentored by five fortune 500 companies. Right. So I was being mentored by Sprint, which I think they're, are they dead now? They don't exist anymore. Uh, well, anyways, I was being <laughs> mentored by are Sprint. Are they dead? <laughs> and I remember I had to fill out this form and it was like, how much money do you want to earn? Right. Then how much money are you currently earning? And I remember I put like the amount that I was earning at the time. Six figures. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking student. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember my teacher came up to me after class and he was like, Natalie, like, I just want to double check this. And I was like, yeah, it's like that. (laughs) 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 And 
and he was like that's wow like you, you know like you're killing it blah 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 um and then i started getting more opportunities within school because now the business school was talking about me and mm. now they wanted to present me as the natalie's outlet the poster child of ucf yeah yeah they're like natalie's outlet she goes here and she has a youtube channel with like a million subscribers we have blah, a blah, blah, blah. we have a trophy downstairs in our living room well that yeah that's another one well here's the interesting thing about that trophy i was the what was it the alumni of the year yes. for ucf in 2019 in the business in the department. business school yeah right i didn't fucking graduate how the fuck did i get that yeah that's how like they networking, were networking networking and getting in there right. you know so i think we should get into that like for me i don't regret college i love my experience it taught me a lot for real like it taught me how to present myself it taught me my elevator pitch it taught me how to like market me. Yeah. And it taught me about deadlines and like everything that you need, like being responsible. Right. But then I think it also taught you how to hustle. Oh, a lot. Because it taught me that at the end of the day, if you get that paper, you're not guaranteed a job and you're not guaranteed that anything. And that's yeah. scary. That's really scary. I don't want this episode to be concerning to you guys who are about to go to college because it's oh, not not no, that's not, not the thing. All. No, no, no. If anything, I hope it's kind of inspiring because I was so lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew what the vision was for my life. Yeah. You know, like I knew I was like, hmm, maybe I could make this work. And I believed in myself and I worked really hard, even though nobody believed in me, you know. And so. There like there is. I don't know, because I, I just want to mention that because you're right. Yeah. I don't want anybody being like, oh, my God, how the fuck am I going to do discouraged. that? Yeah, because I was so discouraged being in school, not knowing like I would look up to you and I was like, he knows what he wants. He knows how to get there. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, literally, what am I doing? here? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like writing my economics books like I'm like, I'm miserable. I don't like this. I don't like I don't I don't know what I'm doing here. For me, it was like so I would go to school uh all day it was lab classes i was doing biomed so it was like really really hard really difficult organic chemistry biochemistry um micro and macro biology cellular metabolism was so hard oh my god i don't know how you did it um and so i i actually managed to graduate with a double major right i i got my stuff Whoa. can we do an applause honestly applause. that is not easy you guys dennis's classes Yay! Thank you, everybody. I wish I could have brought my diploma for this episode. Wait, I could have put so it right cute. there. That would have been cute. It's at your parents' yeah. house, hanging. It's just proud. hanging. It's getting dust. Yeah, it's hanging real nice and proud. Um, but I do have a lot of regrets. Oh, there's a lot of stuff that I I personally feel like I did wrong in college. I wouldn't spend a lot of time in college, just partaking in the environment of school, and I mean. Now that we know what we're doing, like it wouldn't have benefited us in, in any way to like just hung out in college. But I feel like I miss out on a lot of experiences that a lot of people get when they go to college. And but I I don't know. I'm not I wasn't like a hardcore. Rep, I rep my university person. I wasn't either. And nor do I feel like that now. And even if I were to go back, I wouldn't be that way, you know. Mm -hmm. But what I think I would have done was definitely made a lot more friends. I feel like I would have wanted to get to know more people network more um just get in contact with people who open doors and you know gatekeeping and all that stuff yeah. and just getting up in like your community That's i feel what college is all about honestly i remember when we were about to move to la uh one thing that i told natalie is like you know within orlando 
which is where we live, we should get to know people. There's a lot of important people everywhere. Yeah. Don't assume that just because you live in Kansas, that there's nobody in Kansas who's influential. Mm-hmm. Like even in your local, you know, pol- political people, like like there's people making moves everywhere. Are you saying important as in like these are people that are going to help you in your business? Or yes. No, in, in everything, career? in everything. Because even if like you, we talk to people who are unrelated to our current career, where there's so much to learn from others. There is, yeah, right? definitely. And so well, that's why I wanted to clarify because I don't like the the title of important people. That's why. No, well, well, people who make moves. That's gotcha, all I want to gotcha. say. People who make moves, who okay. are uh, ingrained in the community, who do things. I don't want by important. I mean like are active. I like, wanted to clarify. Are active, yeah. yes. Cool. And so, you know, I would go to school, I would only do my classes, I would get good grades. And then that was like primarily my big concern. Yeah. Um, And I remember you saw the opposite in me, which is, yes, I would try and get the good grades. I would struggle a little bit, but like I would network a lot. I met everyone. You went to a lot of events. I would go to a lot of events. I didn't go to events. I I only studied. I introduced myself. I mean, I freaking met the dean i was at his house like how <laughs> that man is funny <laughs> i gotta say that yeah yeah that's yeah. a funny man that's a funny man i don't think he's a dean anymore oh well the, the dean at the time yeah so definitely like i guess a tip that i would have is like introduce yourself to everyone get to know everyone you know um learn from everyone there's a lot to learn from every single person and you know what's crazy too is like people within your own network of of um of alumni like they can definitely inspire a business move later on so i know that one of the people that was in my class he was on shark tank Yeah. yeah and like i learned a lot from him and him selling product and he was very inspiring to me so there's all there's a lot to that's that's what i'm saying like in networking like were you friends with him yeah so so that's cool so you got to know him Whereas for me, like I wouldn't take the time to pick at other people's brains. And so it yes. was like, and I, for me, I've always been the kind of person where I kind of put myself in uncomfortable situations, but I do it for, to grow. Right. So I remember I, I joined the debate team. What the hell was I doing there? I hated every second of it. Mm. And I was so nervous the whole time and they'd give you a topic and I was like, uh, 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 uh. but like it taught me something, you know? And maybe I went like three times, but like even that stepping out of my comfort and seeing a new type of people really helped me a lot. Something else that I don't think I've mentioned is I actually first went to school for graphic design. Yeah. <laughs> and I've hated it. <laughs> you actually bought your first computer, your your Apple computer because of graphic design. And that helped me later on with, with YouTube, with editing my YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really bad at that as well. So another thing is you might get into things not knowing Mm -hmm. see everything happens for a reason it's true it's true i remember being in that class you guys it was my final for my graphic design class and i didn't know anything like how do you get to the final and not learn anything because baba it just it didn't i didn't absorb it i I wasn't good at graphic design you know i was good at drawing and conceptualizing and coming up with ideas and when you are no interest in for something anything exactly so i literally nah, i can't yeah, relate i remember my friend next to me he, um i was gonna say he but it was actually a, a bo- she she um was like trying to help me cheat the class and i was like i fucking failed this class like for sure i failed it and you failed it i probably did but i didn't end up doing graphic design that's when i moved you into switched business. majors yeah so yeah. what i'm saying is try a little bit of everything you really don't know what you're gonna 
end up doing, you know, just pursue what you're curious. I think that's like my biggest advice. If you don't know what to do. I have a, like, like a, what do you call it? Like a tip, but I don't Tell want me. you guys to take it too to heart. Right. Tell us. Let's see. So a lot of people go to college to follow and pursue passions. And a lot of people go to find jobs that make a lot of money. Mm. And I feel like they're in different spectrums, right? One is like, you'll make a lot of money, but you'll not be very happy, right? Like, not always. But, but a lot of people follow those because of the money. If you follow it sure. because of the money, you're not going to be very happy. You're also not going to be very successful. I don't believe you will ever work as hard unless you love what you do, like genuinely. And then there's people who go into careers like, I, can't, I don't have any specifics, but that don't make a lot of money. And, you know, you might enjoy it, but it's a struggle and it becomes difficult later yeah. in life because you're just not making enough money and and it's hard to pay shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's very important that before you pick a career, you pick a major, you do a lot of research. And yes, you have to look at how much that earns. I feel like it's important mm. because as an adult, as, as a, someone who's older now, Money is important. I, I want to throw that out there. It's very important. And I remember when I was younger and I was with you and Angelica, you guys were like, money, who cares, whatever. Yeah. Because your parents pay for everything and, and you don't experience struggles and you don't know what it's like to not have money. Mm. But then when you're working, that expensive gallon of milk you got to buy feels expensive. Mm-hmm. Like everything starts to feel expensive. You have more responsibilities. Your car payments become an issue. Like everything is an issue, right? And so the last thing you want is to work a really tough job and your paycheck is very like wishy-washy. Sometimes you make money, sometimes you don't like, uh, you know, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm trying to say like, like research what your job is. Don't be surprised by the money, money, you make money, you make Mm -hmm. like, no, for sure. Understand it. Yeah. Like understand what, what you're getting into. Yeah. Because it's a lot of time that you're going to put into it. Right. Into a degree. Yeah. And you know what's really popular right now works jobs within trades like electricians, plumbers, people who are needed because Mm -hmm. that job is always going to be there. Right. And so it's it's skills. Skills. That's what I'm saying. Skills like this is a skill making this this sign that we have here. That guy must do a lot of 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 really unique jobs. Oh, I thought you meant the graphic design. Oh no! Shout out to Zoe, by the way. Oh, Zoe, of course. That's that's another skill. Like like you, they are at the will also of people finding them. They need to market themselves. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, definitely skills are important. I think that's something that, yeah, that you know. Yeah, guys, (laughs) do you have you you guys have a talent? <laughs> do we have a talent? I'm talentless. No, just kidding. Like, what do you mean a talent, David? I have very good memory. I have very good memory, but once I don't need it, it leaves my brain forever. Wow. And so I think it really helped me in school because my exams are so dense. Mm. You know, physiology, anatomy, all that stuff, right? So I would cram. Like, I don't like the word cram. I would study for like a week, two weeks. I would do it and then I'd hold, I'd retain all that knowledge till the end of the semester and that shit is gone. <laughs> I don't remember anything about that class. There's so much of, of, you know, biology I don't remember. Yeah. But I haven't had to like call upon it in so long. So like. So you'd say you have good memory. I have I, pretty good memory. That's good. I would say for me, I'm very creative, like just naturally creative. And I think it actually has to do with my ADHD. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I think now I realize what a superpower that's been because my mind can like go everywhere and I will come up with like, I don't know the craziest, like yesterday we were at lunch with some friends and we were just thinking about ideas yeah. and it was like back and forth. And I was like, I almost saw myself from an outside perspective and I was like, damn, this comes so naturally for me. Or like, let's say a brand deal comes in and they want something, right? I'm like, I'll throw like five ideas. Like it's just like natural for me. And I love that I'm able to exercise that every day. So yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> Is there anything that you regret from school? I regret putting so much pressure on myself and stress. I was a very stressed out high school kid. Always worried. Like from junior year, when everybody started talking ACTs and SATs, I was always worried about what I was going to do, whether I was going to be successful. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I think it's like, it made me concerned when people would ask me and then they're like, you don't know where you're going to do. Like, I want to be this and this and that. And I was like, no, I don't. Don't you think it is important to worry a little bit like about what you're going to get into? Or is it just the kind of thought you should think like these things will present themselves to me? No, I don't think you should be like, oh, receptive to no, things. I don't think just- like you need to work for stuff. You need to have a vision and focus. What I'm yeah. saying is it, the amount of stress I would put on myself was very unhealthy. Like. At the end of the day, it kind of, it worked out. You know what I mean? I wish I had been able to just feel within myself like you're capable of making it work, even if you don't get good scores on your SATs or whatever. Debbie, so you're new to school in the United States. How do you feel starting <laughs> college and your experience so far? Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, what is the question again? How is your experience in the university? My experience in college is, I think it's easy for me because I learned too much English when I come here and listen to you guys all like, you know, my, my, my team workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it helped me too much for college because it, I understand what teachers say all the time. And I, I never lost in, in a day. Uh, it's good. I think it's easy for me, but... We see later. <laughs> Usted no la toca una clase todavía y como difícil. Nah. I think... Uh, David's ever had a hard class. Okay, yeah. She got it. <laughs> and, and I think it's more easy here uh, than Colombia. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, because when I go in high school, it's easy. It's mad, it's easy. Maybe it's... I am new, but... Is more easy than Colombia. Hmm. Interesting. For so, me, uh, UCF was really hard. Very, very, very hard. Especially when you get into your like upper 3,000 level, 4,000 level classes where you're like specializing in just one particular thing. Then it gets like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> like, I, I think what was interesting about Dennis's career is because I would like go into his class after I was done with mine because nobody knows. It's like an auditorium. It's like yeah. 400 people. But then the more advanced he gets into his career, the less, the less, the less. I think your last semester, there was like... There were seven people in my class. Seven people. From my last six classes. And people dropped out as well. Like it it got really hard. It was so, so hard. Right. Which is why I want to congratulate you for pushing through and doing all of that. That's very admirable. Yeah, that's so hard. I'm proud of you, honey. I think... Dennis looked like a competition. Era como una competencia para él, entonces para él siempre como que luchaba por ser el mejor. I want to be the number one in class, every well, class. I think something you should mention is there was a time where you went to your counselor's office. Oh yeah. 
and that shifted your entire life. I think I had mentioned this already Let's in see. the podcast. Oh, I actually, uh, just you guys didn't know, but maybe I did it or didn't say it already. Um, prior to us starting this podcast, I had a couple practice sessions with Dabi. Um, and we actually talked about it and it's cool cause I have some like recordings of me talking in Spanish with him practicing, but I'll, I'll say it anyways. Um, so when I finished my gen eds and I had done some of my science classes, uh, my grades weren't that great. Right. And so we took a trip to the counselor and I was talking to her about MCAT and like just informing myself. Cause obviously no one tells you anything or when these deadlines are. And she's like, Oh, with those grades you got, you're, you're not going anywhere. And I was like, oh, shit, like that really hurt. I felt it like in my chest and I walked out so like discouraged. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to go anywhere. He was mad. You were mad. Like I saw furiousness in your eyes. She was like, she told me I wasn't going to amount to anything. I'm going to prove it was so bad. And then um, that shifted everything. You really went from like kind of not caring in college, kind of like cruising. But I want it kind of makes me rethink things because. Did I get my degree out of pure spite for someone? Like, was I really that angry that I got A's in every class after that moment because I was so angry? But you were, right? I don't and know I never met her reason. again. I don't know if that's the reason, but it motivated you. It put fire under your ass that you were like, I'm going to prove that I'm going to succeed no matter what. I have. Can we talk about like memories of college? Yeah, definitely. So Chem 1 was really easy. Bio one was really easy. These are classes where, like, you know, if you're cut out for science, like, and it, and in the business world, it's the same way. E- economy, there's quantitative business tools, and I was not cut out. There, there are those. <laughs> there are classes that are hurdles, right? And like, if you if you fuck up in that class, you know you're not cut out for the future ones because that is the funnel that like separates the people. And so I remember walking out of Chem one. And there was this this girl, right? Mm-hmm. She was blonde. She had like this UCF sweater outside of class, crying, Aww. crying. And she's on the phone with her mom. And she's like, mom, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I got a 32 <gasps> out of 100. <gasps> mom, it's the first exam. I don't. <laughs> That's so devastating. And, and no. um, imagine how you feel like. That's yeah. too much. There's so many stories of, of uh, students taking Adderall mm. who don't need it, who don't have ADHD just to pass classes and still fail that I, I, I had in my classes. People break out into panic attacks mm-hmm. from classes. It's not good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Um, it is. That's why I'm the saying. The teachers aren't always the nicest. I have to be very like upfront yeah, with that. hundred percent. That's yeah. why I'm saying I wish I hadn't been so hard on myself. I think when you go into college, you need to be a hard ass. You need to be independent. You need to be strong, I feel. Uh, mm. And it's hard because when you go to college, you're still a kid and you still make bad decisions. You still don't know how to like defend yourself or whatever. Because not all teachers know what's best for you always. Not not every, every teacher is like the best, right? I, that's why I rate your professors like a thing. It literally exists because there's bad teachers out there. And sometimes, yeah, your teacher will affect your grade or if you learn. Some teachers are really bad at what they do. You know, we're really lucky, though, that we don't have debt from college. Oh, my God. Do not get into debt. Please don't do it. What do you mean? Like, like, what does that mean? Deuda. Oh, 
New Year's, dead. yeah. Oh, you're telling them not to. Yeah, get into I'm telling it. them. I you were saying for us, try your best to avoid getting into debt. Yeah, if you can get scholarships, if you can get, you know, financial aid, like honestly, because we know a lot of people who, you know, get married and they're well over four hundred thousand dollars in debt. Five hundred thousand. Like that's the so worst hard. is getting that deep into debt and not having a job within the field that you thought you're going to get. It can be really stressful. Yeah. And that goes along with the whole research of like pay. Like you have to research if I'm going to be a doctor, how much does it cost me? How much am I going to make within the first six, seven years of being a doctor? And how long will it take for me to pay my debt? Well, one of my cousins, her, her husband or her husband, he works in the ER and he's still in debt. And he's been doing that for like 15 years. Right. And I mean, like as a financial ad- advisor, if I were to advise him, like, don't pay it all off. Just like, there's no point. Like, just pay minimum. And like, you'll take that shit to your grave. Like, you're going to end up paying that forever for your whole oh my life. God, honey. It's terrible. Our system is bad. It's broken. Can we throw in? <laughs> I feel like after <laughs> we got to We got to up this up. Like, give them energize yourself. You're hugging a pillow. Like, I well, because like I'm going back to how I felt in college. Tell me about some afraid. experiences. Some experiences in college. Um, yeah, and then I'll throw out more and then we can... Sure. Yeah. One of the best experiences for me was I joined the professional selling program. It was amazing. I went from a really big class, over 300 students, to this was a 25 kid, kid, adult class, if that makes sense, right? So it was an interview process. And basically, again, you got to be mentored by Fortune 500 companies. You would have to wear a suit to class. It was super... It was like up my alley. Professional. Yeah. And you know, the class was different. We would talk and we would um, just like discuss life things like articles and and books. And it was very enriching. It was so not up my alley. It's so different. It's it's crazy because you and I went to the same school Mm. and had completely different experiences. And that's why it's like, yeah, you can go into science, but there's also clubs and there's also these things. And then. You can get so much out of school, even now, like as alumni or whatever who graduated or someone who went there, like you could literally go back and probably like partake in things there. But I learned so much from that class. I specifically remember um, the first time I had to get interviewed because you got you needed to get accepted into this. My interview started the moment I stepped into the door and I didn't know this until after. Mm. So think about this. There's a gatekeeper, which is another student. He's pretending like he's just there. Like, hey, who are you? Oh, I'm I'm Natalie. I'm just waiting. Oh, okay, cool. And he's already observing you, but he's pretending he's not. He's on the computer. And what he wanted after what we found out is to see if the person um, who's being interviewed, um, if they treat that person weird or, you know what I mean? Like, because they're kind of like a gatekeeper. A lot of people tend to dismiss uh secretaries and people at the front yes but i was very kind i was like hey how are you oh good um oh what's your name blah 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 like that type of thing and that was the first interview but i didn't know that was my first interview actually it's once i got inside that was the the second one so i learned oh my god sorry i learned a lot about um just like how to present yourself and stuff like that and that was a memorable moment for you duh i was like shit that like yeah no i learned so much about myself in there i remember i uh I had this one exam that was coming up and I was sitting on my, on there's this like little room where we would all study prior to walking into like the lab and doing the exams. 
and you texted me and you're like, oh, we got our first YouTube check. <gasps> I don't remember that. I, re- I remember that. And I, w- I can't imagine, like, it's weird. We weren't married yet, mm-hmm. but I felt relief. I don't know how to explain it to you. Really? Because, like. You felt like it was all going to be on your shoulder that first, right? Yes. I felt I felt that a lot, but at the same time. I don't. And I, I hated that. This is the I perspective. This is the perspective. If yeah. you're poor and you haven't really had a good life, a lot of your chips, as in like gambling, is in school. Like this will take me to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. This will help me rise above. If you've always been successful in life and your parents are really rich, you kind of go to school because like not because it's your way to get out of something. I don't know how to explain that to you. But for me, school was like that. This is my ticket to success. This is my thing to, you know, a better life. Yeah. And so by feeling and that was the first time. And then what's funny is like every time I would go to that class, it was around the time that I would the, the checks would come in from YouTube and I would feel the stress on my shoulders kind of ease away. It was weird. And school wasn't becoming my main thing anymore. It was weird. YouTube was too, because I started doing the videos with you and the exams and all these things. I went at it with less stress mm-hmm. is weird, but I, I don't want to say that it was just because I was making more money, but it, it really was. I, I, I had this B but now. To be honest, if that's I, how you felt. I had like this A, A was cool. My plan A. Yeah. And I had a plan B for the first time. Right. You had to follow. Ever. Yeah. Because my A was my only route, you know? So for me, it was opposite, actually. Yeah. I was like, well, my, I guess my A route, I didn't have a B. I was like, I'm not doing school. I was like, this has to work out. So YouTube was your A and your B and your C. I, <laughs> it no, was everything. I always, I never believe in But Bs. you know, it's good when you yeah. just have one plan because you need to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was... So for me, it was that. It was like, I'm not going to give myself a B, a C, because I need to succeed in this. Why? Because deep down, I was like, I don't know what else I would do. Like, I love this so much that I would do, I will always do my best in it, right? Which is why putting the curtain down a little bit, it makes me sad that I don't love YouTube as much, right? Mm. That's why I'm not doing very good in it because my heart's not in it, yeah? I want to do product. That's what there's. That's where my heart is in. If I could spend all day doing that, I would. But now it's kind of like the same thing with school. It's like you got to, you're only one person. You got to do one or the other, right? And I want to give my focus to product right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, so YouTube <laughs> for you right now is school. Yeah. Is the main thing and you're not very happy with it. Yeah, because I think I've challenged myself enough. I've been doing this for almost nine years. It's like, what else? I'm ready to move into something that challenges me. I always need a challenge. YouTube was a challenge for me. It's like, how the hell am I going to start making money online? See, that's interesting because like the whole plan A, plan B thing, right? For me, having only a plan A, which was school, was too stressful. Mm. It, it Because I, I started getting all the good grades or whatever because of the counselor. But then I was also so focused on the grades, I couldn't see further. Like, was I going to become a doctor? Right. I was too focused in the mm-hmm. present, in that particular class, in that exam that I was going to go into. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about like, 
am I going to be a registered nurse? Am I going to be a doctor? Am I going to be an anesthesiologist? I, w- I was too, pre- I've always been too present. Oh, that's and that's my issue. I think sometimes this is like a little Ooh. therapy session. I don't, I'm always in the here and the now. I agree with you. And you're always in the like three, I'm, four months. I'm, I'm a hawk. I'm an eagle and I see everything. And I'm a worm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the dirt. You're, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm like this. You're, you're seeing things less <laughs> But you know what? They're both important. They really are. Yeah, because you eat me. You need me to survive. Sure. <laughs> no, but you see the big picture and then you stay in the moment like a little. Dream. <laughs> Uh, I want to know how much time we've been uh, doing the podcast just to kind of like check in. Um, 45. 45. Okay. I I think we should kind of wrap up a little bit and talk about um, just like some questions that we have for them. So, for example, I'm curious um, with the whole live thing, if they would be interested in live and all of that stuff. Do you want to touch on that? So, guys, we're planning on doing pure live podcasts in July. We're aiming for July. That's the big thing that I've wanted for a long time. And so we would have like the, you know, chat feed on the side. You guys would be commenting on how we'd have our computers and we'd literally have a conversation with you every week. Every Friday. We're also thinking of bi-weekly lives as opposed to like every week. So that's also a possibility. But, you know, comment below if you guys would enjoy live. It's not something a lot of people do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Podcasts tend to be pre-recorded, and live yeah. is a completely different beast. It like is. it's a completely different thing. It honestly would make me kind of nervous. And then at the same time, that's why I've wanted us to do these podcasts like this pre-recorded. I don't edit anything out of this unless it's mm-hmm. like a, a technical issue. Mm-hmm. But for me, this is practice with you. Yeah, exactly. Have you enjoyed it, though? I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this so much. I love this. Like, literally, I come here and it's it's super fun for me. It feels like a little safe haven. I can't wait, though, to get all of this. Um, uh, I want. Can you design. can you go into the wide? Yes. OK, we're actually redesigning this set right so first of all these pegboards were a bitch to get up and i actually really enjoy them i don't want to remove them this is the new design you guys (laughs) he's scratching his eye do you want to put that camera over there this camera oh Oh, there you go no no there you go you kind of see see it it? no there 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 yeah so that's the new set we're new thinking couches. about it, yeah. And yeah, I don't know, because I think we need a little bit more of a professional These couches vibe. are too big. And at we, some point, we're planning on having guests, and yeah. we need a little bit more space. So let us know who you would like us to have on the podcast. I do feel like we kind of just whipped this together. We literally sat and we're like, you want to start a podcast again? Because that was one of the questions. Um, in the next episode, we're going to be diving into things that you guys have been asking us. And uh, we literally, like, this was kind of a whim of the moment. Don't you feel like yeah. we didn't really think about it? We were just like, let's just fucking do I it. I was really excited for it. And I went full on into this. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. And I did too. Yeah. But we didn't really think about everything. It was more together. about just let's getting start. our voices out there. And that's it. Let's just start. So that's what yeah. we did. And now we're excited to redesign. But uh, anyways, as you want to just kind of like wrap up. Yeah. So I guess that's it. It's a 45 minute episode. Thanks for watching. Be sure to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Be sure to leave us a comment telling us what you enjoyed and also what you think about the set design for the future. And thank you so much for being one of the first people here. Like, seriously, I think that we are just going to continue to improve and we love the feedback and we just want to hear more from you. So by the way, the comments are really great. It seems to be the same specific people that keep commenting. And that's really, really good because yeah. it's like 
you know, getting you guys to be in the conversation and we really enjoy it. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. And that's it. Peace Bye. out. A-Town. Bye. That'll be show yourself at the end. Just be silly. Bye.